Good morning, y'all, and happy Easter. Can't forget we are still in the Easter season. This is uh, the time where we still celebrate the resurrection of Jesus from the dead that he has conquered and he has risen. So happy Easter. Don't forget that we are a resurrection people. We live in the light of the Lord. I love this gospel reading today for so many reasons. Um, of course, there's the most popular of the gospel um, passages right here. John 3:16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, who everyone who believes in him might not perish but have eternal life. Of course, we see that on billboards. We see that everywhere. It's because it's such a profound truth that God loves the world so much that he gave us his son Jesus. Not to condemn us, but to pour out his mercy upon us and to save us. Scooting down the gospel a little bit, I love this image of light and darkness. It says, and this is the verdict, as if it was like on trial, right? A court. The verdict has come. Here's what we say to be truth. The light came into the world, but people preferred darkness to light because their works were evil. It makes me think of the book of Genesis. In the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, what did God do? He separated the light from the darkness. And what happens with light, when it enters into darkness, it dispels the darkness. Darkness no longer is dark, it's been exposed. The light has now entered into the darkness. And there's that beautiful moment in the Triduum uh, on Holy Saturday, where we bring the light of Christ into the church. Um, the church is completely dark, and all you see is that one candle, the Paschal candle right here. It's the only thing that lights up the church. And it's to symbolize Jesus, the light of the world, entering into the darkness of human history and exposing the darkness, banishing the darkness. And so this is the verdict. Everyone who does wicked things hates the light, does not come towards the light so that his works might not be exposed. Right? I love that. Whenever we are caught in a life of sin or a life of addiction, what's the first thing we do? we got to keep it in secret. Don't tell nobody. This is one of the beautiful gifts and graces of the sacrament of confession. You get to expose it. You get to speak it out loud. Um, and it makes me really remember and think of St. Ignatius of Loyola. He has the beautiful 14 rules for discernment of spirits. I would encourage you while you're home uh, and you have some extra time on your hands, go ahead and Google 14 rules for discernment of spirits by St. Ignatius of Loyola. And it's these rules to teach us how to fight in the spiritual life and teach us how to fight in the midst of the darkness that enters into our heart in spiritual desolation. Well, rule number 13 Ignatius compares Satan's actions, or the enemy's actions, to a jealous lover. He says the enemy of human nature acts like a jealous lover who wants to seduce. And he tells the person, keep it secret, don't tell nobody. I mean, isn't that what happens whenever there's a seduction, when there's an adulterous relationship? Keep it in secret. Do it all in the night. Don't tell anybody. Um, he says that's what the, the enemy of human nature does to us, is that he wants us to keep our sins, our addictions, um, those things that we struggle with the most in secret. He says, so what do we do? He says we're children of, he doesn't say it, but we are children of the light, right? And we should remain in the light. So what Ignatius recommends is that whenever we're tempted to keep something we struggle with in the dark, 
He said that's exactly the moment to expose it to either a good confessor, priest, or to a good spiritual friend, a brother or sister that you walk in the journey with. Simply speak it. Simply say it. Send a text. Pray for me. Right? And in the action of exposing that what would be darkness into the light, it loses its grip on you. It's the way the enemy works. He's the prince of darkness. Jesus is, is the light. And so the enemy has to flee. He's like a cockroach, all right? Whenever you walk into a kitchen and, and you turn the lights on into the kitchen, what happens? If there's a cockroach, he's going to flee to the quickest, darkest corner of the, of the kitchen. That's how the enemy works. You expose him to the light, he's going to flee. So accountability is super important. Not just whenever a sin has been committed, but before the sin ever happens, when the darkness begins to enter into the heart, whenever that light begins to dim in the heart, whenever you begin to get tempted, that's when you expose his wicked plans to the light, to a good brother, a good sister, to the confessor. And he will lose. Why? Because it takes humility to do that. It takes humility to say, I'm not perfect, I'm a weak sinner, and I need God's grace. And so when you expose it to a trusted friend, a brother or sister in the Lord, um, victory will be won. Why? Because you've done what the Scripture said. You've exposed his wicked darkness to the light, and in that the darkness will be banished from your heart, and you will be set free. So let's take God's word literally today. Let's take his word seriously today. Even though we have to keep six foot distance between one another, it doesn't mean you can't call someone up and say, man, I'm struggling today. I need some prayers. Can we pray together right now um, and expose it? Say it for what it is. No shame, none whatsoever. Just God's mercy and God's love and his power will prevail in your heart. Amen.